Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones, Gio and Jones across the country on CBS Sports Radio. And joining us right now to talk some football, Christian Fourier, former NFL tight end, now working at WEEI in Boston and the great CBS Sports Network. Christian, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Uh, good morning, gentlemen, and uh, Brian, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> you better be nice, man. Aren't we working together uh, in a couple weeks? Actually, yeah, a couple weeks. Next week? Yeah, not this, not this Saturday. Next Saturday, we get to hang out all day. Mm-hmm. I get to leave early. Oh, I love it. How about that? I'm going to sabotage you, though, man. See, you're oh, talking noise. You wouldn't some crap like that, see? That's, 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 that's the type of guy he is, man. Total jerk. Uh, all right, so... The most interesting thing in your mind that came out of the latest college football rankings is what? Uh, how cool is it going to be when uh, when 18th ranked Mississippi State beats up on Alabama this Saturday? That's the that's the one thing I'm looking for. You do not believe that, do you? <laughs> Man, I said it like I said it like four weeks ago, five weeks ago. Like yes, yes, and yes. I mean, I'm going to pull a Levar Ball. I'm going to will it to existence. <laughs> about it. You, you're going to speak to the Dalai, Dalai Lama or whatever yeah. you call. Yeah, <laughs> Who did he say it was? Because every week, every week we go through these, uh, we go through these scenarios, right? Like, does this team have a chance to beat Bama? Does it, and it's no, no, no. What do they have to do? And none of them get it right. Yeah. They all have opportunities. LSU had opportunities last week yep. to complete some deep balls. They couldn't do it. They couldn't. They couldn't finish. Um, but overall, I think Mississippi State has, like, the best chance. And, you know, they're playing at home. You know, uh, LSU, I mean, Alabama's, a, you know, beat up. They're dealing with some injuries. It's probably the, the toughest game they're going to play. Then they have a, then they play, what, Mercer or something like that. So, Nick Fitzgerald not being, you know, Deshaun Watson, and he's not Johnny Manziel. Uh, he's not even Bo Wallace, really. But he's a, his own different brand of danger. And their defense isn't great, but they're not terrible. Listen, so, Georgia. Know, like, based based jo- on all those things, I'm I'm just I'm sticking with it. Georgia, Auburn, Mississippi State were they were outscored eighty to thirteen. You know what yeah, Nick Fitzgerald so threw for? So you, you, so you, you know what he threw for in those two games? Forty-five so and thirty-five completion percentage. Are we going to sit there and look at every person's worst game of their career and, <laughs> and use that as an indictment of what they're going to be like in this game? Okay. Like, no, I could say like everybody has bad games. All right. Yeah, they uh, they were really good, but eventually the tide turns and guys play above themselves. Listen, you can sit there and use all the stupid stats you want, Brian. Like you're not going to change my mind. Why do I have to be stupid? I'm just giving you the facts. They're not <laughs> stats. They're the facts. I'm, I'm pointing out the facts. Fact. 
Yeah, because you because you want to will this to into existence. That's why they're stupid to you. Hey, I think I think Mississippi State plays tougher than a lot of people may believe. It. They played well at home. It's just away from home where they've really stubbed their toe. But you're not believing that. You just want to. Well, here's what here's what I'll say, man. Listen, like it, it, it's not like it's easy. I'm not saying that it's easy. With the right, like, because you always need a little bit of help from Alabama, like you know, and it, and when when you do get help from Alabama, it's, it's like uncharacteristic type stuff. Like you know, they get a fumble here, a pick here, you know, a special teams uh, return. Like you need help. Like teams can't do it on home unless you have some unbelievable player, right? So I mean, is, or they do. I mean, it's, I, you know, it's, you're hoping that they give you some gifts, right? Because if they don't, then I don't think it's going to happen. One, Mississippi State, they have to play out of their mind. Yep. Okay, that's the first part. And then they need some help. And then you hope that you're in it in the, you know, the last couple possessions, and then you just see, then you see where you're at. Speaking of LeVar Ball, you brought him up before. Are you as into this story as I am that one of his kids might spend years in a Chinese jail? I mean, is that not just priceless? Yeah, which one is that? Is that like, is that Michelangelo, Leonardo? Or- <laughs> it's, uh, it's Splinter. Um, no. It's, uh, it's, it's the one that he'd want in jail, which is the best, because he, he said that he's Leangelo's the one that he, he never thought was going to do much. Uh, he'd probably be the guy that missed. So he's the one in jail. So are going oh, to be acting out. Yeah, he's right. Because he doesn't have his father's attention and love and support. Is that what it is? Yeah, basically. I mean, this is. I mean, we we joked about it this morning. Obviously, it's a serious thing. But like, this is perfect for sports talk radio. We'll get back to college football in a second. You do a show. I mean, this could turn out to be a really big deal that they've got multiple UCLA basketball players that were arrested for yeah. shoplifting in China. I mean, yeah. I don't think they're just gonna like let him go with a slap on the wrist. No, and I don't know, um, you know, whenever, whenever I don't really pay attention to a lot of international law, but there's a couple <laughs> of countries that you just kind of like, you just kind of know, like, if I say like Thailand, okay, you're not going to steal anything. If I say North Korea, probably not going to fart around North Korea. It's the same way. Like, you just kind of know, like, if you just watch the news, yeah. you know that. This isn't, you know, some like, you know, some, you know, South, you know, South uh, Attleboro Mall that you're dealing with, you know? Paul Bart, the mall cop, isn't going to come and give you a citation. They're going to cane your ass in the middle of a public square. I just don't get it. Yeah, you know, certain neighborhoods. Nah, you probably don't want to go over there. Yeah, don't go messing with them. Yeah, right? I mean, you just gotta know. I mean, the guy's been the guy's been pampered. The guy drives a Lamborghini. He's wearing that you know silly red suit, like he's like Eddie Murphy from like you know, you know, forty eight hours. Like, God, I don't know, man. I don't know. And you know, here's the worst thing, guys. And I kind of it kind of sucks in a way, but everybody hates his dad so much. It's almost like. They don't. They kind of want them to get punished, you know, because they yeah. feel like the dad's gonna suffer in some weird way. It's just it's weird. <laughs> yes, it is an odd thing. It is huge and, and weird. A, a huge story. I meant to say, and, and weird. Uh, Wisconsin not getting any respect, or actually inching towards more respectability, moving up one spot from nine to eight in, in this uh, week's college football playoff rankings. Where do you see Wisconsin? You know what? I'll tell you, it's like it's typical Wisconsin. Like, nothing's changed, like, ever, right? Um, from when Bielema was there, and then who was the other guy that left? I forgot him. Gary Anderson. Like, yeah, then they brought in Chris. Uh, like, nothing's changed. So, I never really – I was never a fan. I thought Hornybrook was terrible. 
I thought he was the worst type of quarterback. I mean, he couldn't even do, you know, uh, complete those play action passes that were set up to succeed, you know, like a Friday walkthrough. Um, but he's been playing better. And I will say this, like, for the most part, they're just pretty much consistent. They're not real flashy. They don't really beat up on people. It's kind of tur- – it's, it starts off slow, then they slowly pull away from teams that aren't really that good, but they allow them to hang along long enough to kind of believe that they can win. They just haven't played anybody. The fact that, like, uh, you know, teams with one loss or ahead of them kind of is a disrespect card. You know, I'd be pissed off if, if I was them. Um, but, you know, it's going to come down to the uh, Big Ten Championship. They just That's what it's going to come down to because I don't think they play a ranked team. At least I don't think they played a ranked team all year. Yeah, I'll, I mean, they'll have their opportunities coming This up. weekend, yeah. Iowa is now ranked after being unranked until beating Iowa State. They're now uh, number 20. Gio and Jones with uh, Christian Fourier across the country on on CBS Sports Radio. Have you settled on on what your four is going to be now that you've already projected that uh, Mississippi State's going to beat Alabama? Have you gotten that far? Uh, Have you gone farther to to see who's going to play in this playoff? Oh, yeah. You're going to hate me for this, too. I've been doing this for a while now. I I love Notre Dame, and I I am a car-carrying, flag-waving hater of Notre Dame. I've hated them ever since I was a kid. So saying this really hurts me. Um, uh, I actually have them as number two. I think they're. I actually think they're like one of the the, the best team in the country. Hmm. It's almost like, even though like Georgia beat them at home, um, I, I have to put Georgia ahead of them just because of the head to head at home on the rope and Georgia beat them. But it's almost like Georgia and Notre Dame are really similar to me. And I think, but I think uh, Notre Dame has a better quarterback. Um, and I think if those teams played again at neutral site or wherever, I think Notre Dame would beat them. So I got Georgia one, Notre Dame two, Bama three, and I got Oklahoma four. Um, even though they don't play defense, I still got them four, and I got Clemson five. Yeah, I have Oklahoma in four. I have Clemson three, Georgia, Bama, Clemson, then Oklahoma. Now, what's the source of this hate for Notre Dame? Uh, well, I went to a school called Crusty Carmelite High School in the mm. San Fernando Valley, and one of our rivals was, was Notre Dame, the Notre gotcha. Dame High School. Yep. Yeah, and then when I went to Colorado, it was the whole, you know, whole Rocket East Mile, you know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. them twice, you know, won the dance. And it was just, a, you know, Notre Dame was always that team that no matter what was going on or what happened, they always ended up winning. And you, you kind of felt jealous because you felt like they got everything and they, they're always on national TV and, you know, and they were like almost like they were spoiled. Um, and so there was a little jealousy that kind of existed with me. Uh, but then when we beat them when I was a freshman and then we, you know, beat their heads in when I was a senior and they came out in the Fiesta Bowl and they were wearing these few green, like, old pullback jerseys and we just beat their heads into the ground. Um, you know, so yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Then my nephew went there and he kind of had to leave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he kind of had to leave. <laughs> oh. uh, Was he yeah. shoplifting in China? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's lucky he wasn't in China on what he did happen. <laughs> oh, talking to Christian Fourier on Geo and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. The Patriots figure it out yet. You're pretty confident that they're back after some early season struggles on defense? Um, I would say no. I mean, so they lost uh, Hightower for the season. They lost Shane McClellan, who was supposed to come back. He's done for the season also. They have one of the worst defensive lines in the NFL. Their secondary that was supposed to be the best still hasn't quite figured it out. Well, they've gotten better. 
it's just a weird, real weird year for them. Like, they're not really good at anything on defense. Um, they give up a bunch of yards. They're not great in the red zone. I mean, they've gotten better over the last three weeks. I will say that. But every every game has been really tough. Every game has been a challenge, no matter who it is. Uh, you know, even like the bad teams are, are 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 fighting with them. But here's what they don't do: they don't kill themselves, and and that's a testament to their coaching and their character and their just intelligence. Other teams, like they they have opportunities to beat them. They get them up against the wall, and they have the opportunity, and they just do something stupid. It, it happens every single week. Like I look at the Patriots, like I do Alabama. Like if you're going to beat the Patriots, even though they're not as strong as they used to be, like you're you have to play a perfect game yep. and you have to hope that when they do something stupid that you take advantage of that opportunity because it, they don't come up a lot and so and then you got to put them in a hole and force them to, to play a brand of football that they're not comfortable with playing and it's it's so hard it's so difficult but i see it over and over and over again like i forgot who uh, teams will like they'll start off with a penalty They'll start off with like a um, like an interception. They'll start off with like twelve men on the field. The Jets did it all the time. The Jets, like I don't know what coach must lose their mind when Tom Brady catches the defense with twelve men on the field. They do it all the time, and I know the coaches tell them, but they still catch them. And I know it seems like a small thing, but it adds up, and you just start getting demoralized, and you stop believing that you can win. So you know, listen, they have Brady, so no matter what, they're always going to be in it. But nothing's been easy for them this year. Hey, you saw Jacoby Brissett up close. I saw him when he was at Florida and also at NC State. But now in the pros, do you think he could be the the new starter there for the long haul? Considering what happens with Andrew Luck, you know, you got his his owner dropping him into grease. But Brissett can be a starter in this league for a while. You know, it's funny. Like, so the Patriots traded him before the season for Philip Dorsett, former first-rounder out of Miami. And we were all like going, wow, it's, I thought they loved him. Okay. And and then they, they traded Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, it all makes sense now. They, they didn't really believe in Jacoby Brissett. They didn't think he had it, you know, uh, which was interesting because all they did was gush about him every single opportunity they had. Um, I think Jacoby Brissett, I think his ceiling is, you know, uh, like so he can have Andy Dalton's career. I think that'd be a, a success. I don't think he's – if he could have Matt Moore's career, the uh, the backup over in Miami, I think that would be an unbelievable career for him. I don't think he's, like, got, you know, game-breaking skills. I don't. I mean, he's limited as a passer. Um, but overall, he's smart. For the most part, he's careful with the football. And, you know, he'll be a good teammate. So he should play in the league for 12 years. You know, but I don't think he's like – I don't think anyone's going to give him like a big contract to be here. I want you to turn around our team. Like the San Francisco 49ers aren't going to say, hey, turn around our team. The Cleveland Browns aren't going to say, hey, that's the guy that's going to turn around our team. No, he'll push some younger kid. He'll, he'll battle with an older guy. He'll turn into a mentor uh, in, later in his years. Christian, we love talking to you, man. Thanks for the time this morning, and I'm um, sorry you got to work with Brian in a couple of weeks because that's going to be brutal. But hopefully <laughs> we have a chance to have you on the show again soon. <laughs> Yeah, I just hope he doesn't kind of sabotage me. You know? No, man. Issue. I got you. Yeah, I got your yeah. back. Way back. <laughs> All right, boys. See ya. See ya. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.